welcome to Beyond the Arc with Brandon Silvers. As always, I'm joined by my producer extraordinaire, mm-hmm. Mika Gadsden. Mika, we are live from the Oscars. Are we what? Then, uh, wow. Oh, man, we made it. We didn't what? come up. I can't believe it. Wow. We're right backstage and something just happened. Oh. What, what, what just happened? Who did what? Out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Psych. All right. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, I guess uh, the way we're starting the show, people understand that we're going to talk. We're going to go beyond the arc, <laughs> quite literally. And we're going to talk about what? We are going to talk about <laughs> basketball movies. Okay. <laughs> Basketball movies. You know, honestly, I threw this idea at you um, because we were trying to figure out what we wanted to talk about this this week, but we didn't want to talk about, you know, what's been dominating the news for the past week. Um, and it didn't really, really relate to what we try to do here. No. And I feel like enough people have takes on that that we're just going to let them have it. <sighs> Including yours truly. So we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll go ahead and stick to what we're good at, talking about fun stuff around in and around sports. Yes. Okay. Yes. But I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you be ball dominant today, cause. Uh, <laughs> good. That's what I'm good at. That not gonna pass. <laughs> clearing out. You, you're gonna. You're gonna definitely be a ball hog because y'all. We're gonna talk about basketball and movies, like like Brandon already said. Um, but I realized in prepping for the show, I wasn't as caught up in my in my basketball movie. Will I thought I, I thought I was. This is this is like the perfect topic for me because I started I made a list. Oh my goodness, y'all. of basketball movies that I've seen and it was like it was extensive, oh y'all. Oh my gosh, extensive. And it took me back to like my childhood and everything. So I'm super excited about this, yes. and I can't wait. So I'm gonna explain it to people like Mika. Yes. Some of you out there who don't <laughs> understand. Lucky for y'all, we have an expert here. Me, <laughs> yours truly. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get into it. Okay. We're going to start off kind of easy here, I think, with with everyone's favorite childhood movie. Probably not. I don't know. Mine, Space Jam. Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance. Do your dance at the Space Jam. Okay. Go, go. I mean, I've seen Space Jam. It's been... A minute. I know. Le- I've seen LeBron's more recently. Shout out to the goat. Um, but go ahead and go into Space Jam. I know. I oh. I, or no, pull pull up. Pull up. Okay, I'll I'll pull up. So you're familiar. Okay. Okay, I'll pull it up. Yeah, yeah. Just so you're familiar, because you're already mistaken, because you call LeBron the goat. So I don't want you to get further confused <laughs> as we continue. I hate you so much. So Space Jam featuring the goat Michael Jordan. Okay, okay. So what I'll do is I'll read the synopsis. Please do for those who you should be familiar. But if you're not, I'm not here to shame you. Mika's got you. Oh, okay. Okay. 1996 version, Space Jam. In a desperate attempt to win a basketball match and earn their freedom, the Looney Tunes seek the aid of a retired basketball champion, Michael Jordan. Yes. Okay. So oh. that's starring Michael Jordan, okay. the Looney Tunes, a <laughs> couple of NBA players. We got Larry Johnson, Grandmama. Okay. We got notorious non-autographer Patrick Ewing. That's <laughs> legend. Uh, we've got Muggsy Bogues, who I know uh, Nicole Trimmer mentioned him on, on Mike'd Up in the Morning one time. She I was like, I, I was impressed. Because she's a shorty doo-wop, so yeah. So Muggsy Bogues yeah. And, and Sean Bradley, who's seven foot six, 
and I got gotta, dunked on a lot. I got to go back and, and watch this movie. Okay, this sounds very nostalgic. Okay, gotcha. Beautiful movie. So as far as basketball and, and being realistic, okay, I think... I think it, it actually did a better job than people think. Okay. So let me just, let me prime the audience. Uh, Brandon's going to offer up heavy critiques of these classics and point out what the accuracy? Yes. Or the, ina- both, both inaccuracy. Both, yes. Okay. okay. So, so we'll do both. So for those of you who also watched The Last Dance, we did get a little <laughs> bit more insight into Michael Jordan's mm-hmm. psyche. Where? Where he's like this super competitive guy, mm-hmm. uh, likes to gamble as well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and very harsh on his teammates, which I think they, they kind of- Tapped into. They tried to, but they didn't do it as well as they could have. That would be where I'd, I'd have an issue with this movie. Like okay. the halftime speech, he was very inspirational. Okay. okay. I think if it was more realistic, he would have punched Daffy Duck in the face <laughs> okay. to inspire his team. Okay. And so he didn't do that. He shared Mike's secret stuff, which is just just water. Okay. So he did lie to them, which is <laughs> seems like a not nice thing to do. But, I mean, it inspired I mean, them. They won. No yeah. one got hurt. Steve Kerr was okay. So, so, so how many stars would you give it? I would give it five stars. Okay, five, five stars. Okay, 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 okay. I even liked... So one of the things is is Mike, Mike, a notorious gambler, gambler as I said, <laughs> he made uh, he couldn't even just live with this this bet to save the Looney Tunes. He had to make another side bet with Swackhammer about you know, hey, if we lose this game, okay, I will go and I'll be at your amusement park. So he couldn't even just let it rock as is. He had to gamble even more. So this okay now you're jogging my memory. So this was a part of the. Re- he did make those wagers yeah. in the movie. He oh couldn't even God. just be like, you know, okay, good luck, Looney Tunes. He was like, nah, I need a little bit <laughs> something else to get me going. I'm okay. Michael Jordan. Okay, okay, all right, yeah. Now, one inaccuracy, <laughs> I would say, was the game-winning shot. Okay. Remember, he stretched out from half court and dropped it in the basket. Okay. First of all, he was fouled. Marvin the Martian oh my was gosh. looking the other way the whole game. Okay, okay. People getting fouled. He's letting the Monstars do what they want. There needs to be an investigation into that. Okay. Uh, at least there would be. If it was remade today, they'd have to look into that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, the, the remake kind of, uh, it was interesting. Some of the rules with the remake, I think maybe, now I see how they drew from the original with that. Maybe the, what, did the rules change because they're animated and have special powers? I all I know is you can't hand check like that on the perimeter anymore. <laughs> and so Marvin the Martian, Okay. we need to look into that. I don't know. There's a lot of gambling going on. Seems as like Mike you got something against the darker Looney Tunes, what's going on? Marvin no, the Martian I, and Daffy Duck were both really, really No, bad. don't do that. <laughs> don't. I prefer the more John Stark's colored oh, Looney Tunes. Oh, okay, like Babs, Babs Bunny. Yeah, yes. okay. It's all, <laughs> it's all good. Lola. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, that's what, my bad. I'm sorry, I was thinking Tiny Tunes. Thank you for the correction. Hey, I'm Thank the you. expert. Okay, you are. <laughs> so another thing with that last shot, should have been a three-pointer. Mike took off from beyond half court and okay. dropped it in the hoop. Okay. If you take off from beyond the three-point line and drop it in, or beyond the arc, as some might say, oh, whoa, that's whoa. three points. Okay. Also, the greatest title song of all time, Ooh. Quad City DJs. I'm a huge Quad City DJs fan. I'm a, you, your, your 90s hip-hop references. I'm about it. <laughs> yeah, I see that. About it, about it, huh? <laughs> yes. So, Quad City DJs. So, for all those reasons, yes. five stars. Okay. I think it was a good movie to start with. 
Yeah, something easy. Like, yeah. You just, you know, okay, y'all see It was animated, going. yeah. It wasn't dealing with, I mean, some of these movies, y'all, they they do kind of, they're unrealistic, even if they're not animated. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We've learned. Anyway, so go ahead. Okay, so I, I didn't know if you finished. I'm sorry, I hope no, I didn't I'm rush good you. on, okay. on Space, Space Jam. Jam. That was good. We did Space Jam, y'all. Okay, okay. All right, <laughs> what's the next movie? The next movie. <laughs> Is we let's go with the one you you were watching when I walked in. <laughs> okay, doing so, some research. So let me just tell y'all again. I thought I would like kill this episode, but I realized that oh shit, I've never seen Above the Rim. Which I've is never seen blasphemy. It, it really. I need to. I forfeited my black card. I think because is this belly and um. I think state property. Like <laughs> I don't know. These are the like the, the the classics that were in the dorm rooms when I was in college, and I guess I messed up. But anyway, At Peacock University. Oh my exactly. god. <laughs> yeah. So above the rim. Above the rim. All right. So let me. Let's pull that up. Oh yes. my goodness. This is a classic. But I guess not to everybody. Okay, so the premise of this is pretty short and straightforward. A high school basketball star, which is Dwayne Martin, is torn between a drug dealer, Tupac Shakur. His loyalties are torn between Tupac, the drug dealer, and ex-player, that's ex-player, that's it, Leon. Yes. Oh, oh, okay. So you already got some icons in the cast right there, and they got Marlon Wayans too. It's a, it is a blackathon here. Okay, so we got Dwayne, Bernie, yeah, Bernie, Bernie, yep, Bernie Mac. Mac, Marlon Wayans, Leon, Tupac, and Dwayne Martin, and Pee Wee Kirkland. And, and I was very surprised. I watched the opening minutes, and there's Pee Wee Kirkland as a, a scout, a scout for Georgetown. John Thompson's in the movie with a shag. Wait, hold up. No, let's go back. to and for those who don't know who Pee Wee Kirkland is, he's a legend in two games. Legend in two games, like on Pee Wee Kirkland. Yeah, legend in two games. That's a little bit of a um, a nod to his. Um, he was a street pharmacist, so he was yes. dealing dealing on the court and on the block, and he had a shag, the thickest shag in history. Um, <laughs> signature. <laughs> yeah, like there. You could make a logo out of him and you would know who the logo was. We were talking about Jerry West last week. Oh, God. I would know this logo just off top on site. Just a shag for all the white people who don't know what we're talking about is a black man's mullet. So that's what a shag is. All right. So what about. We're here to educate. Here you go. We're going beyond the art to educate folks. So tell us, tell us your thoughts on Above the Rim. So Above the Rim. It's hilarious that that synopsis was so short because this is the most complicated movie in no, the history okay, of the world. That's the real thing. So I started watching this before Brandon got here. Again, just to try to just, just catch up a little bit. I, I had to ask him when he came in, what the fuck is going on? Go, just go. <laughs> yeah, so, so Leon's character is Shep. For some reason, he disappeared. Well, because his friend... <laughs> No, died. you almost messed up. Start from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> so it opens up with Shep playing one-on-one -on -one with his friend in high school. Okay. For some reason, they're on a roof of a high-rise in New York City. And then they get into this contest where they're slapping the backboard. And Shep's friend goes to slap the backboard. The backboard breaks, and he falls to his death. So not, so when you tap the backboard, you're not necessarily going through it like a monster. No, no. So but somehow, and his friend's name is... Oh, nutso. Nutso. Because he falls off. I'm watching it with captions and I'm seeing Leon just yell, nutso. Yes. 
Like, why are y'all even playing basketball there? On, who has a rooftop rim situation? You got to have a fit. I bet Nutso's family, the lawsuit was crazy. Oh, my God. Because, <laughs> come on, we, you just let us play ball up here. No fence, it, nothing. The whole time I thought he was going to fall through the glass, like the skylight that's there. But he just falls to his damn death over the edge of the damn yeah roof. That was crazy. So, you know, immediately... <laughs> All right, we're in for a ride today watching this. Okay, yep, yep. Then it just keeps going because Shep apparently is Tupac, his character Birdie, his brother. Birdie? Okay, Shep, Birdie. Shep, Birdie, not so. Okay. He ends up dating Kyle, a kind of normal name, I guess. Kyle, Dwayne Martin's character's mom. Oh. He's a security guard at Kyle's high school as well. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm following. And I'm not really. And so, so, and then at the end, I, it turns into, for some reason, this all, <laughs> this is trying to explain this movie right here. This, this is like movie's crazy. Yes. So it turns into Kyle, Dwayne Martin's character, trying to decide if he's going to play in a basketball tournament for Birdie or for his high school coach. Torn those torn loyalties between the drug dealer who's got a lot of power. He's cool. It's giving Tupac. him money. It's Tupac. All right, he's giving him money, right? Or his high school coach. He goes with his high school coach, right? Which obviously makes Tupac mad. He's like, "Well, I'm gonna tell people you've been taking money. You're not gonna be able to go to school." Oh wow. Okay. 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 So Tupac has money on this tournament. <laughs> I know. I don't betting even know again. Where he, okay. Betting uh, always. This is, keeps yeah. coming around. Okay. Michael Jordan was there. He had twenty on it. <laughs> I bet. Um, <laughs> So they're at this tournament, and then uh, Dwayne, Dwayne Martin's character, Kyle, that team with his high school coach, is losing, and then Shep comes to play in corduroy pants. What the hell? I right. don't know. That is like... And he still got it? He still got it, even <laughs> though he's been... They've shown clips of him shooting around the city on a hoop. With no basketball. <laughs> okay. But then you give him the basketball, and he's like, oh, muscle memory, let's go. Wait, wait, wait. He's shooting around? With he no just, like, keeps on. Then he'll be like, oh, you like that, nutso? Like, he keeps talking to nutso. He has no ball. He's like... Are you serious right yeah, I'm dead serious. Okay, I got to watch this You got to watch this okay, movie. Okay, I got to watch this movie kind of, like, maybe, like, a little nice. I think this is going to make me laugh. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, Shep helps him win at the end, and then Motaw... <laughs> Wood Harris, oh his character, and he he tries another to, one, another yeah, black legend in the movie. Yeah, okay. Wood Harris. I, I don't can't believe we forgot about him. The Wire. Yeah. Uh, uh, remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Everything. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, his name is Motar. Paid in full. Yeah, Motar. Okay, go go go. Yeah. So Tupac is like, you know what you got to do. Passes him the duffel bag to shoot Kyle, <laughs> what? which seems really this really escalated. I did not understand. Yeah, such a high stakes game. Shep dies in front of Kyle. Okay. Takes the bullet. Shep lives. Kyle goes to Georgetown. Tupac <laughs> gets killed by Marlon Wayans' character. The end. Uh, that's crazy. 1994's Above the Rim, y'all. That was great job breaking that. I'm exhausted. That shit is crazy. I don't know who greenlit that, though. <sighs> when you think about, like, like, I think that's what pops out to me is, like, I get it. These are stories, especially, like, Above the Rim is a black, like, it's a yeah. it's a hood classic. So I get it that we need to see some of these stories, but that one sounds so convoluted. That was kind of crazy. It was, it was exhausting to read about, <sighs> to read, to watch, to write this out. And, and I'm looking I'm at exhausted. the- I'm I'm looking at the computer and it says that it was loosely based on Stefan Marbury's, like, loosely based on his life, but he's from Brooklyn, Coney Island specifically. Was Coney Island ever in the movie? 
They didn't mention it like that. Okay. No. Well, let's go to another movie based in Coney Island, if you don't mind. Yes. Let's, this let's, is your wheelhouse. Nah, I know this one. Yes. Okay. Okay. So this is going to be, can you, did y'all guess it already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got game. I got a funny story about he got game. I am here for it. It's not, it's, it's just awkward. So let me read the synopsis and let me give the year. This is 1998. Yes, we are in the 90s, y'all. The 90s, y'all. were killing it with basketball we, we, We're going to stay with, you know, our childhood, our, our young adulthood. We're going to stay in that 90s zone. So if, you, if you're looking for contemporary movie picks... Or, or, or analysis, I ain't, I can't help you. But anyway, 1998, he got game. Jake Shuttlesworth, played by Denzel Washington, <laughs> has spent the last six years in prison after accidentally killing his wife during a violent domestic dispute. Mm. Is that an accident? Yeah, it was. It was. Okay. That's what you know. Spike, okay. Spike tried to make it look like got it was. You, you know, you know what I mean. We're talking about Will okay. Smith. Got you. Oh, oh. <laughs> look at you. <laughs> All right, leaving his son. Star basketball prospect Jesus Shuttlesworth, played by Ray Allen, and I think that the, the inclusion of real uh, NBA talent is a plus. I'm just gonna throw that out there first. So yeah, so he leaves his son, um, his children, but his son Jesus Shuttlesworth is a basketball star. Leaves him behind, leaves him to fend for himself. All right, one day, the prison warden, played by Ned Beatty, rest in peace, approaches Jake with an unusual offer. He'll be, <laughs> so the prison guard says that he'll offer. Uh, Jake a week off of parole to convince Jesus to attend the governor's alma mater with the promise of a shortened sentence if he succeeds. That's a lot. See, these movies that we're starting <laughs> to understand, like, they're just getting really complicated. Uh, this was directed by Spike Lee. So, yeah, starring Ray Allen, Denzel, uh, Denzel Washington, and uh, Mila Jovovich, if you like Resident Evil, you know, and you know her as a model. She was awesome. So, anyway, yeah. Um, so, the funny story is, this is 98, right? Mm -hmm. So, I was like a junior... In high school So I was like Yeah ma I want to go see He got games It's about basketball And I loved basketball Back then Well I still do And she was like Sure My mom never goes To the movie Like I can't I think that's the only movie I've ever gone oh, no. to And I took my mom No No <laughs> Yes I'm thinking it's just Going to be like <laughs> Sports Oh no It is a lot of titties A lot of sex A lot of Everything I'm awkwardly eating Reese's Pieces while watching some of the most awkward college recruitment scenes ever. Shout out Rick Fox. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that is hilarious. Happy Mother's Day, Mommy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I forgot Rick Fox was. Yeah. Yeah. And he did have a great cast. Yeah, but he wasn't believable. How old was Rick Fox? Yeah. Like 35? Pretty old at the point. <laughs> at that point. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So you break it Jeez. down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm just picturing this. My and you mom. and the Reese's Pieces. Yeah. I'm so sorry. So this was, you just read the, the synopsis. Mm -hmm. And that is, that's wild. That is wild. It, it is a lie. Like they, they kind of skate over the fact that he killed, he killed Jesus' mom. Yes. But, but I mean, that tension is there in the movie. Correct. That's one reason why Jesus doesn't forgive his father. When he does go out for that week-long parole, uh, you know, he's really hesitant because, hey, yeah, your dad, not only did you kill their mother, but you've been gone and they had to fend for themselves. Yeah. Yes. And so <laughs> I will say, too, in the movie, like they play one on one, Jake and Jesus at the end. And Denzel, he has an incredible afro. 
Very, very. And he has a jump shot shooting form that looks like it matches someone who has an incredible afro <laughs> so, like that. So break it down. Not realistic. No, it's like a catapult from the ABA. Is it like like you pulling it all the way back? Or something? Yeah, it was, I was like, oh, <laughs> like if Jesus can't beat you, the governor needs to rethink this offer because I mean he should be dragging you right now. He's wearing the knee pads, I believe, right? Isn't yeah, he, wearing knee he, pads? he just looks so old school, and I was like, Jesus, if you don't drag this man right now. Well, let me ask you a question. So, if you ever play, you pay. Do you pay play pickup basketball like anytime or? I'll play half court here and there. Well, okay, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. I need to heal. I'm telling me yeah. to have a healing conversation. But uh, in your experience playing basketball your entire life, have you encountered that older like that OG with the goggles or knee pads? <laughs> All the time, and they're great. <laughs> and actually. Jake looks a lot like this guy I used to play pickup with who's Q, named Q, who was an OG. Okay. And he looked just like him. His shot was better, and he didn't show up with all the accessories. Okay. But you do have people who come out with the, the knee pads. They got goggles, uh, all kind of shooting sleeves and headbands. Normally, if you are overly accessorized, <laughs> that's because you're trying to distract from the fact that you can't play. Uh, okay, okay. It's like you do need, you can't show up like Shep in corduroy. Right. But you you don't need knee pads and and all this other gear. Yeah. Okay. So, what about stretching? Like, you can't be doing all that stretching and shit. Look, I used to believe that until we just passed the sixth anniversary of me tearing my Achilles. Oh yeah. You need to stretch. You gotta stretch. <laughs> I am. I am the like when I go play, I'm stretching now. I am not gonna do that again on purpose. Like I am, I am all team couch and I still need to stretch. Like I ain't playing shit and my hamstrings like going up a couple of stairs. You need to stretch when you hit a certain age. Okay. Yes. So oh, I yeah. used to be like that. Like, nah, I can just come right out the car and start hooping. Nope. Nope. You will catch me going through an extensive warm up routine. IT band. Because <laughs> you know, you know what looks goofier than stretching? What? Rolling off the court because you can't walk. Oh man! Again, we need to do we need to do a healing episode of Beyond the Heart. Having your Achilles surgically repaired and they only shave half your leg to do it. Oh, that looks goofy. And I got hairy legs. They had half my leg shaved. Okay. I looked down instinctively, yeah, you, like, oh yeah. yeah, that's a problem. That was, it looked ridiculous. It looked like I had on a skin sock. <laughs> okay. So that looks way goofier than than stretching in public. It's okay. I hope you found some nair. Maybe you got some nair and did both legs real quick. No. Okay. Yeah. You were really triggered there, bro. Um, but Two calves that don't match in size. That looks goofy. Stretching looks fine. Don't look down at them. <laughs> Keep looking down. Okay. I don't know why. I'm sorry. I'm going to get it together. <laughs> so wait, now you have an atrophied calf? Like... <laughs> I mean, it was really bad. It looked like I, because I had to wear a compression sock when but I was they are, healing. They're even now, they're, 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 they're kind of close, but you can see. Oh, I see. You see, it's a little bit yeah. smaller. It looks like a normal calf now. When it first happened, it atrophied real bad, and I had on a compression sock, and not even making fun of if this is you, but it looked like I had like a metal rod leg. Oh, like you had an it artificial was so leg. So skinny, <gasps> and people were like overly. I was like, no, I just. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> it looked. So bad, like like Lieutenant Dan. Like yeah, it was I was gonna say good. thank you for your service. Yeah, okay. that's what I was like. Yeah. No, I just did this playing pickup basketball, and 
But now it's starting to even out. But okay. I, I'm going to do calf raises the rest, rest of the show. Okay, you do that. You can stand on one leg, whatever you have to do. Thank you. Okay, so, Ooh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was very good for me. Okay. We're moving forward. Um, Beyond the Arc, uh, co-hosted by uh, Jake Shuttlesworth over here. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so what we do learn from, uh, we learned from a previous episode, John Wilson can't always judge a book by its cover. Like if it's a Jerry Curl Jerry Curl and like I don't know um, uh, OG you can't really think that oh he can't ball but maybe too much gear might be a tell that that okay. typically I haven't okay. been wrong in that okay. especially okay. like fresh shoes you got super Ooh. clean shoes okay That's you're out there sliding around <laughs> throwing up bricks cheerleader killer and stuff like that like Cheerleader killer. What's That's that? like an air ball, and it hits the cheerleaders oh, under the basket. Oh God! <laughs> okay, all right. So, how would you? Or what else about? Now, I will say this: uh, uh, he got game is a, better than maybe more your more standard movies because it has not just not just uh, Ray Allen who plays Jesus Shuttlesworth, but it has some other some other NBA stars. They kind of just make cameos and whatnot, but. Um, like the opening montage I'm thinking like with the high school players yeah like they had some some they had like Travis Best I think yeah, was in look there at you. yeah so yeah. I think that is that is a distinct difference between good basketball movies and bad ones that right. they have pro basketball players right. there who can kind of help coordinate right. the basketball scenes right because uh, I know Rick Fox I looked it up after we talked about winning time last week he's a consultant on winning time yeah I see that yeah. so I think that makes a huge difference above the rim Boy, wait hold up that Laker family must be torn you got Norm Nixon's son playing Norm Ooh. and you got Rick Fox so those are two Laker legends and I, and I know the other Lakers don't really like them. We're going to get into that. We'll, we'll maybe yeah. talk revisit Winning Time again because I really want to follow up on that. No, absolutely. With the other projects that are coming out I, later. We could do a whole podcast just reviewing each show. Yo, the book is fire. Showtime by Jeff Perlman, y'all. Please, I know I mentioned it last time. Please read it. It's Check super that dope. Out. Okay, okay. All right. Sorry. Sorry. He but got no, game. He got game is good. <laughs> yes. Like, it, it's really good. Uh, I think it could still be made today because I could totally picture, like, Coach Coach Cal trying to arrange <laughs> someone's dad because we yeah. we had it with Ed Orgeron was talking about yeah. that with Adrian Peterson oh, trying yeah. to get his dad moved. That's right, so that he could watch him play. I didn't even so think about I could that. Absolutely, see a basketball they, coach doing this. They probably pulled that from somewhere in reality. Yeah, they had to have. Yeah, it, it was more realistic. It was sad. Um, it talked it talked about the cultural system or touched on you know the state of prisons and what people will do to get a program to win and so many other interests and it was agents. And women, it deals with a lot of things. A lot. It was heavy. So yeah. um, it was a good movie, though. I yeah. like it. And it stands up, like you said. It holds up. All right. So where you want to go next, bro? <laughs> All right. I think we should go the air up there now. Oh my god, y'all! I made this reference because okay, this is how this entered our <laughs> our lexicon between us because Brandon is so good at podcasting, y'all. I'm like, how the fuck did nobody else know that this dude is a good communicator? And he's really quick on his feet, all that shit. And I'm like, I feel like Kevin Bacon in the air up there. I feel like I found this like rare talent. <laughs> yes. And so that, I love, I love this movie. Okay. So I've got to say that I acknowledge the movie is, is problematic. A lot of these movies, y'all are problematic, yes. but we good. <laughs> I first saw this movie when I was, I was probably six years old. It's 1994 for a reference, y'all. Because <laughs> I remember I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it on VHS. Right. 
which really tells you how old I am. Yes. And I wore that thing out. And at the time, I loved two things. Okay. I loved animals and I loved basketball. Okay. This is combines both in a, yes. in a way. So the all the animals I loved, big cats and snakes, venomous snakes, were from Africa. Well, let me read the synopsis. I, please, I, yeah, yeah, please read the this synopsis. Because this will help people understand the whole Africa thing. All right. And... <laughs> No, Brandon does not look like the protagonist basketball talent in the movie, but for those who don't know what he looks mm-hmm. like, even though his face is on the podcast. Okay, anyway, um, an assistant coach and one-time college star whose headstrong personal style has threatened his rise to head coach spots a teenage basketball sensation on a videotape sent back from one of the college's religious missions in Africa. Problematic. From Hollywood Pictures, coach Jimmy Dolan traveled to Africa to discover the next basketball superstar. This kid's got the hang time of a hot air balloon. Like, hey, Jordan. What he found. We'll play basketball game. We bet all our land. Is a tribe who needed his help. You will be our coach. Together, they're about to play the game of their lives. Kevin Bacon. He's ghosting her! The Air Up There, rated PG. When you read it like that. (laughs) Accurately. Missions are problematic in general. All right, white people going over there to spread the the gospel of Jesus to a bunch of black and brown people. Yes. So, I will acknowledge that's problematic. Okay, 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 all right. Anyway, okay. So hoping, this is the last part, hoping to advance his own career, <laughs> see, that's the problem, okay. in the process, he quickly sets out to recruit the six foot ten uh, player for his lackluster team. Again, this is 1994, Walt Disney, and some other studios put this out. <laughs> so I will say, if you read it using words accurately, <laughs> it sounds problematic. Yeah. As a six-year-old lacking in inner race analysis... <laughs> <laughs> I overlooked these issues. Dude, it's got 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's the lowest movie score so far today. I vehemently disagree. So, so when this is, y'all, I'm telling y'all know, he came in here bouncing up and down on a bad Achilles and all. He was like, the air up there is the greatest movie of all time. Greatest movie of all time. Citizen Kane in this. That's yes. it. If you, if you overlook... <laughs> That twenty one. You yo. overlook the general premise of the movie. That's lower than above the rim. And you are a six year old child. This is the greatest movie of all time. Because, like I said, I love all my favorite animals were from Africa. Okay. I also love basketball. My favorite basketball player was Hakeem Olajuwon. Shout out to the dream mm-hmm. from from Nigeria. Okay. So I care, the Nigerian nightmare. Yes. So <laughs> the. Yeah. Selling me on a movie about basketball based in Africa was a fairly easy sell. Y'all, just the 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 art that goes with the movie is so wild. Yes. Okay. And it also Kevin Bacon plays Jimmy Dolan, the the coach. Triggered, triggered as a Knicks fan, but go ahead. Not James Dolan. Not James Dolan, but Jimmy oh, Dolan. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Too. Yeah, go, go, go. So he plays it, and I bought him as like this point guard because to me at the time. <laughs> He looked a lot like Mark Price, who played oh, for the Cleveland did. Cavaliers. He did. He does. So I was like, okay. Okay. Go Google Mark Price if you don't know and tell me if they were to make a, a movie about his life, they never will. But if they were going <laughs> to, yeah. would they not cast mid-90s Kevin Bacon? Don't be shitting on Mark Price. He was on the Dream Team he 2. He was incredible. Right? Yeah, he, he was on Dream Team 2 and yeah. he was an all-star point guard. I think I got a, Mike, a Mark Price uh, McDonald's Dream Team Cup. Oh, that's a <laughs> rare. Yeah, you might want to hold on to that. Okay, collector's item. Yeah. <laughs> so, I will admit 
<laughs> the movie is problematic. Mm-hmm. I'm asking you, look at it through the eyes of six-year-old me. Get high and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Okay, we got to move so, on. So I give that 10 stars. Wait, wait, no, no. If you look away from, you know. How accurate was the, the African, what's the gentleman? Let me find his name. If I hope I can pronounce it. What's his name? Like how, how accurate was the basketball play? The basketball play was decent. The, the final, like, big game, all these culminate in a big game, I feel like, was played on dirt, though. And okay. that, that would be extremely difficult because I've played on dirt before. It's hard to dribble, but Wait. also it's very dusty. You can't see. It gets in your eyes. But he comes over to... So most of the movie is in Africa? Yeah, it's all set in Africa. Oh, so Charles... from, like, the opening. Right. Charles Gatanga Mania, or Mena. I can't pronounce it, y'all, but... Sorry, Charles. Um, I don't know if that's your real first, first name, but Charles, uh, six foot ten. Yeah, um... Okay, so it takes place, and they're playing most of the basketball on outdoor, untreated. Yeah, they're just playing on dirt, and so that was hard for me to, to wrap my head around even as a child, because that's when I was playing on dirt, and I was like, that shit is not Even fun. more problematic, because you know Africa got some goddamn, somebody got asphalt or indoor gym. That was what was strange to me, because the team they played were from, I guess what they considered a more developed portion. Oh, boy. And so they showed them playing in a gym, and for some reason this team agreed to play on dirt for this big game. <sighs> so that's a problem. But I just man, we just complicated his relationship to this movie, y'all. That's okay. I'm still gonna love it. I know this is gonna pop up when I make it, and this, this yep. is gonna be what's what does it for me. Soledad O'Brien leans in on uh, real sports. So you you like the Arab there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. As a basketball <laughs> Africa connoisseur, as someone looking at the problem, no such thing. I'm going to. I I reject the premise. Okay. However. But- <laughs> All right. There are parts of it that remind me of being young, I, innocent. I didn't ask you your rating for He Got Game. How many stars did you get He Got Game? I would give it 4.8. Out of five. Out of five. And air up there. If we're looking at air, strictly just the parts, air up there. Just, I give it, I'm going to have to deduct a star, but four stars. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Negative one stars for white saviorism. There you go. Okay, good job. I'm glad you know. Long, as long as you watch it knowing what the problematic parts are, it's fine. Now, you want to talk about a real problematic movie. What? Can we talk about Hoosiers? Oh, God, let's get to this one. I ain't seen this in a long time. Okay. Whew. So. Let me read, let me read, yeah, let me please, read the synopsis. Read this. Y'all, this is like all like your, 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 I don't even know how to say this. Everyone loves this movie. Like, my, everyone I see, I mean, every white guy. Um, failed college coach, Norman Dale, played by Gene Hackman, okay, gets a chance at redemption when he, a lot of, lot of wait, a lot of redeeming. A lot, a lot of, of redeeming. redeeming. The, uh, Denzel's character, Kevin Bacon, now, now. You got to redeem. Okay, all right, let me say it again. Failed college coach, Norman Dale, gets a chance at redemption when he is hired to direct the basketball program at a high school in a tiny Indiana town after a teacher, played by Barbara Hershey, shout out, persuades star player Jimmy Chitwood to quit and focus on his long neglected neglected studies, Dale struggles to develop a winning team in the face of community criticism for his temper. Oh, so this is like coach, this is um based on I guess they're trying to make him out to be like a Bobby Knight. Type. Okay. Okay, so criticism for his temper and his unconventional choice of assistant coach, shooter, Dennis Hopper, a notorious alcohol 
a notorious alcoholic. This is from 1986, y'all. So this predates the 90s. Were you even born in 1986, sir? I was not. Oh my God, I was. So again, starring Gene Hackman, Barbara Hershey, and Dennis Hopper. Okay, go into this. Okay. <laughs> we've, we've mentioned the problems with the air up there. This is, this makes the air up there look like just a perfect, okay. perfect movie, no racial issues. <laughs> right. Because... This is essentially like the final game, which <laughs> always happens, is this all, tiny all-white high school okay. versus the big, scary, black inner-city high school for the championship. Okay. And how this tiny white high school of farmers is the underdog. Okay. How are you... The, like, it's based in the 50s, I believe. Oh, yeah. It does. It, it is one of those movies. So it came out in the 80s, but it was based in the 50s. Yeah. How are you the underdog <laughs> as a white person in America oh, in the boy. 50s against black people? That's crazy. Oh, so they play black teams? Yeah. They played a black team in the championship game. And they won? And they won. I know, y'all. I, I know everyone saw Hoosiers. I did not. Okay, really? Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. And they won, and it was a, like... What are we talking about? Like, first of all, they were, I think they were all farmers when this was still, I don't know, I don't know farming economics, but I feel like it was still somewhat profitable at this point in time to be farmers, so they probably would have been affluent. It, it, yeah, it, said, it says this was inspired by a true story. So. It, was. it okay. was. In real life, it was against Oscar Robertson's high school. They beat him? Yeah. They, okay. Oh, but wow. It's like, I read his autobiography a while ago. And I can't remember parts of it except how much racism he had to face. <laughs> exactly. So imagine being that this much black I know. kid going to this game. You can't even stop and eat at any diners. And you got these poor underdog white kids coming in. They can stop and eat at any Howard Johnson's or whatever they had Look at the at time. Look at you. Throw back. Like, what are we doing? How are y'all the underdog? I don't understand how you're the underdogs. I love that you brought... Now, seriously, this I know we're having a lot of fun. I really do love the fact that you actually approached it from that standpoint because you're right. How are you the underdog when you're not facing any real trials and tribulations at the, you know, the big O or um, any of the, the legends had to deal with? Kareem dealt with a lot of men. Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Yeah, like, come on. No, and so just because your high school is tiny and you come from a small town, you're the underdog? Yeah. Like, what are we talking about? I give it zero stars. Oh, wow. It's so stupid. I'm going to disappoint you because Rotten Tomatoes gives it 91. See? Must that. be lowest score wins based off of the 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 air up there rating. Because yeah. everyone loves it. Because everyone, no one really looks at themselves as like, oh, I'm I'm the shit. Everyone wants to be the underdog. Everyone loves an underdog it's story. Like Rudy, but basketball. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Like, like well, dear lord, like <laughs> you're not the underdog. You're not at all. You're okay. not. And today, if they remade that movie today. That little high school would get drilled. Yeah, they would, though. They would have lost in the first round 130 to 3 with their slow-ass Big Ten Midwest offense. They might have had to have some recruits from Croatia. They would yes. have had to come bring some people yes. over there. Okay. This would be about lacrosse or something today. All right. And you gave it how many stars again, bro? Zero. Zero stars. Negative <laughs> stars if I could. Okay. All right. That means we can move on then, we, huh? Please. Okay. Well, so, okay. Let's go to another movie that Mika hasn't seen. I may be Eddie. 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 Okay, so this is 1996 again. Yes. This is starring Whoopi Goldberg, yes. Frank Langella, uh, Dennis Farina, Richard Jenkins. And so the, the premise is chauffeur. Fantastic premise. <laughs> I have not seen this movie. As a Nick fan, I know. You got to see this movie. Oh this my is God. incredible. Oh, I, all right. Um, okay. Chauffeur Edwina 
aka Eddie Franklin, played by Whoopi Goldberg, is a, is fanatical about the New York Knicks basketball team. After she wins a contest to be their honorary assistant coach, Eddie is uh, Eddie so impresses the team owner. What? Yep. Uh, that, that that he fires the head coach. <laughs> This could be you, Mika. Oh, whatever. <laughs> now I'm about to make a bad joke. <laughs> this could be you. I'll be fired for fucking the players after that. Anyway, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. Whoa. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, that was... <laughs> yeah. Who, who would it be? <laughs> it was in the 90s. It'd be Anthony Mason. You know what I'm saying? All right, anyway. All right, that was real quick. So I had it ready. Yeah, you had that. Like, <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I didn't even catch you off guard with the question. You, I ain't let you finish. Let me finish the question, please. Charles Oakley. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. All right, we're getting the real answers any, here. Any enforcers. <laughs> let me stop. Not John Starks. Eddie, <laughs> Eddie so impresses the team owner. <laughs> stop being colors. <laughs> that she fires the head coach. John Bailey, Dennis, played by ben, Dennis Farina. Um, and replaces him with Eddie, Whoopi Goldberg. All right, so this is a, this is a feminist movie. Okay. All right, she's, she's instrumental in, tune, in turning the floundering team around just in time to make the playoffs. Um, um, there, they will face the Charlotte Hornets, now led by former Knicks coach, oh, Coach Bailey. Okay. All right, cool. This, this does sound great. So this couldn't happen today. No. Because, you know, James Dolan <laughs> is very thin-skinned. As soon as he heard Eddie complaining, she would have been banned from Madison Square Garden. They, she would have been escorted out like Oakley. Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's why it wouldn't happen today. But it did have a lot of NBA players. Gary Payton was in this movie. I'm looking at it right now. So um, Malik Sealy, uh, John Sally. Alex English, he's a, a South yep. Carolina legend, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Basketball Hall, Hall of Famer. Okay. So it had a lot of NBA players making cameos and as like lead cast members. Okay. So the basketball play was good. Okay, the, good. The premise I mean, you got you in the guard, you're in the Masters Square Garden, so like it gotta be on point if you're talking about the Knicks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The premise is just, it's just so funny. And honestly, do you think, because I wonder this as a Lakers fan, mm -hmm. do you think a fan could just come out the crowd and coach him better than your current coach? You talking to me? Like, yeah, um, as a Knicks fan? Uh, uh, my current coach Tibbs. Tibbs, Tibbs, Tibbs ain't he, he ain't, not he, he ain't, ain't shabby. I'm being I'm being a dick. Yeah. I'm I'm stammering on purpose, y'all, because I've been watching a lot of like Knicks fans uh, content, and they do be having some good takes. But no, absolutely not, absolutely not. I'm being silly, but yeah. Oh my god, I think I could outcoach Frank Vogel. Oh, definitely, you could do that. Because what oh, yeah. what, is what is he, he doing? doing? I was about to say, like, what standing like, here with his arms folded? I tell you what he's doing. <laughs> this is a man who knows yeah. you're not coming back. No, so he's like. Fuck y'all. Yeah, Guess what? We're going to go ahead and we're going to keep Westbrook in the game. We're going to start mellow at center. Yeah. Uh, Austin shit. Reeves, go card the other team's best player. Oh, Whatever. God. LeBron, go off and get the scoring title. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yo, look at the Rotten Tomato score, yo. Yeah, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Because you, the films you like, this is 17%, y'all. Hey. <laughs> What makes me an expert is my willingness to step outside the box, to oh go beyond the art. Oh my God. And like what the mainstream media will tell you not to like. It looks like people like it though. Like it looks like it says 90% of people who, who, who look this movie up on Google love the movie. As a man of the people, exactly. <laughs> so it is, you, you've you got to see this movie. And it's a comedy. It's a, of course, yeah. it's Whoopi, right? Yeah, that would be, if it was dramatic. She's like, oh. Oh, man. It barely broke even at the, 
at the box office. Oh, it didn't do too well. See, I mean, see, the world wasn't ready for black women to take leadership roles. You know what? Now I'm going to go. So I am too now Team Eddie now. No, this yes. is a super progressive movie. Like this was a good palate cleanser after Hoosiers. Yeah. He's like black woman in charge. This is, I mean, I can think of probably several hundred black women I'd rather have coaching the Lakers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Don Staley leading the list. Oh, that'd be great. Exactly. Wouldn't it like, like, yeah, she would be great. Some former players would probably be really good. Oh yeah, Cynthia Cooper. Cynthia Cooper might be really good. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna. I'm, this is one movie. I, after I finish Brother Rim, I'll probably watch Eddie. Uh, yeah. What time is it? We I might have to get a little shum shum, a little mimosa or something on a Friday yeah. for no reason. Watch Eddie. Yeah. Okay. All right, bro. You need to have a watch party with for that. <laughs> I don't know about this. All right. So, all right. Next movie. What we want to do? Let's see. So we talked about a movie that you were shocked that I had some criticism for in <laughs> Love and Basketball. Uh, I am flabbergasted. Like this is a classic. Everyone loves this movie. It's amazing. It's perfect. Sanaa's perfect. Don't you ever no no Sanaa slander, because if it's the if it's the girl scenes, I'ma hurt you. Okay. Oh, let I me do have. I do have. I've got two scenes that bother me. Okay, but let me read the synopsis. Okay, yeah, I do that. Okay, get I know we keep messing. I'm, up. I'm too excited. All right, we get we're getting this, out. My Achilles is feeling bouncy. I see so y'all. He's bouncing, y'all. Yeah. He's getting those calf raises in as we we are a recording standing up, so y'all know that for that purpose. <laughs> All right, so this is we're getting out of the '90s and the '80s. We're now in the year 2000. All right, and this is uh, so Monica, played by Sanaa Lathan, and Quincy, played by Omar Epps, are two childhood friends. Uh, who are both uh, aspire to be professional basketball players. Quincy, whose father, Zeke, played by uh, Mr. All-State Voice, Dennis uh, Haysbert, uh, plays for the Los Angeles Clippers, uh, is a natural talent. Omar Epps' character is a natural talent uh, and a born leader. Monica is ferociously competitive. Yes, she is. But sometimes becomes overly emotional on the court. I resonate with her so much. All right? Me too. Except the court part. Um, over, <laughs> the, over the years, the two begin to fall for each other, but their separate paths to basketball stardom, stardom threaten to pull them apart. It's a great, it's a great, that's a great um, synopsis. Like, it's not convoluted. It's pretty... Pretty like a coming of age story. And that's pretty accurate compared to the other one. Like above the rim synopsis was like, oh, oh this is all that so happened. So this guy dating this mom, yeah. this guy's mom, and this guy's mom dies. And yeah, above so, the rim is crazy. So this is this is straightforward. <laughs> I do have there was a scene in the movie where Sanaa Lathan's character draws a game winning charge. <sighs> okay, so this is her in and this is her in, in the college years. No right? one is making that call. That's <laughs> ridiculous. This is, wait, this is the high school basketball scene or is this, wait, no, she, what happened? I can't even remember because okay. I'm so, That's I okay. was so focused on the, the charge. The charge was just bad. Yeah, no one's making that call, right. Because that happened in Eddie too, honestly. <laughs> they had a game winning charge. Okay. You rarely, if ever, see that. And, and I don't even think her feet were set, if I'm being honest. And I hate charges in general. Oh, man. It looks like they had, and I don't know, because I never looked this up, but it looks like they had real women's basketball players at least play her teammates. Yeah. Um, And that looked pretty convincing. The high school scenes were weird because they filmed it from, like, they had the camera as her in certain, like, being guarded yeah. a couple scenes. Um, when it came to Omar episode, did you notice anything with his form? I don't. He didn't I, look. I didn't buy him. As I didn't a buy him. Player. Sometimes y'all, it ain't even about the technique, the techniques, or the te or or anything that mechanics. Um, it's more about like 
this dude don't look like a basketball player. Yeah. Like body type sometimes. Yeah. He looked like maybe one of those Wisconsin point guards. <laughs> like I didn't buy him. Because where'd he go? USC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. Buy they both him went. As, yeah, I didn't buy I didn't buy that at all. But the cast is great. So so now Lathan, we said Omar Epps, Alfrey Woodard, a legend. Yeah. We saw we talked about Dennis Haysbert, you know, the all state voice, and also waiting to exhale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all, um, <laughs> um, Kyla Pratt, who played the young uh, Monica young character, Monica, yeah. yeah, and Regina Hall, who just who just hosted the Emmys, co-hosted the I'm not the the Oscars, so she's in there as the older sister. Gabrielle Union's in it as well. Yeah, Damn, was, they did. They had a cast. They had a great cast. This is the this is another hood classic, but that's also to me a really good movie. Yes. So I mean, obviously, <laughs> the other scene I have a problem with. Oh my god! Is playing for someone's love. Like if you come wake end. me up <laughs> to play me for my love in a game of basketball. What's going on? I need to talk. <sighs> Please. You asked me what was missing. What? From basketball. You woke me up to tell me that? It's not fun for me anymore because you're missing. What I'm trying to say is, I've loved you since I was 11. And the shit won't go away. We haven't talked since college. <laughs> you wait two weeks before my wedding to tell me something like that. <laughs> I don't know, I probably should have. Said it two weeks ago. You haven't changed. You still think the sun rises and sets on your ass. Well, guess what? It doesn't. Then why are you so upset? Because you don't pull this shit on someone who's about to get married. Better late than never. Right? Wrong. I'll play you. What? One game, one on one. <laughs> For what? Your heart. And you, you, I hope you kept your Hinge account activated. No, you, you should have seen now. I'm going to call, I'm going to blow a whistle on that. You should have said, how the hell are you going to get me from Tyra Banks? If you, I'm not like, I'm not a dude. So I'm well, like. I, <laughs> being who I am, recognize Tyra's problematic behavior over okay. the years. <laughs> so, but the air up there is over the years as well. well. You know, it's a give and take, you know. <laughs> who can be pure Contradictions. I love it. This, okay. I, I prefer to call it nuance. Nuance? Oh. That's, that's, that's my fancy word for, <laughs> for being hypocritical. Uh, you, no, see, and that, see, I tweeted about that. There's a difference between hypocr hypocrisy, contradiction, but now you're saying nuance. I'm going to add that to it. Please do. Okay. How many stars would you give this movie? <laughs> I will give it a 3.9 because the charge scene was really oh ridiculous. Oh, my God. Like, I, I, I've... That in college basketball, all they do is call charges. And they do it because it's a cool motion for the ref to make. It is. Yeah, so it he is. He wants to call charges all the time so he can do all this because the block is, is one thing. And the charge, you really get to do like a little wait, like a little right Wait, hook. what's this? That's, That's the block. Oh, my bad. So okay. the charge is like, and he, he does like a, a punch, like <laughs> oh. a mega punch. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So you're it's right. fun to do. So they call like everything the umpire. a charge. Yeah. That was not a charge. That's ridiculous. And playing one-on-one -on -one for my love in the middle of the night when I'm asleep <laughs> Is gonna get your feelings hurt. Oh my god! Unless you, Love, unless you don't let me put my contacts in. Basketball was their see with the synopsis that I just read didn't include. Basketball was their first love, and so that's the thing that brought them back together. Okay. 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 
Oh, come on. All know, right. Whatever. Anyway, do, like, the soundtrack. She she has a better chance than most. I'd love Sanaa Lathan, but right. not, don't. Sound, the soundtrack for me made it such a great movie. Like, I think that's what I really loved. And Michelle and Degicello, also the MC Light, Light as a Rock. Loved it. I loved the guy was in the movie that, you know, that song, I believe, during the prom. I think that was in there. Um, and also what I loved about the movie was Sanaa didn't know how to play basketball before. She had to learn how to play basketball. Wow. Yeah. She did a great job. She did do a good job for someone. She she was believable as yeah. a collegiate. I would say as a collegiate player. Um, I, I mean, because I, you know, I guess as a woman's uh, professional player, I didn't like her hair then at all. Um, when she played for the Sparks at the end, when she got to the WNBA. But I, I did think she was good as a high school, uh, high school and collegiate player. And I do like the ending with with Omar Epps <laughs> being like a a basketball husband. Yeah, I love that too. Like it's that's over, bro. Living the dream. Yeah, I don't know if that's realistic because I, I think I think I don't know. Women be hating. I don't know. Shit, let them hate. <laughs> you would you would love it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Oh, that guy. I'd be like Aisha Curry. <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> your own cookware, yeah. everything. Help uh, me get a TV show yeah. too. Okay, <laughs> corny. Everyone hates yeah, I Aisha Curry, just so you know that. So. Yeah, I do too. Well, you are light enough. All right, so just, that's, that's <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs> this got an eighty-six percent Rotten Tomatoes, and I would um, yeah. And you said you would give it three point nine. <sighs> okay, whatever, bro. Hating. All right, so let's go. What's the next movie we want to talk about? Okay, so we just talked about light-skinned people. So now we're going to bring it back with Wesley Snipes and White Men Can't Jump. Oh, my goodness. I think that's the one thing I didn't pull up. Go ahead, keep talking. We'll yeah. just talk it before I find the synopsis. Okay. So, so we were just talking about actors being trained to play basketball. You could clearly tell in this movie, Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson did not play any basketball beforehand. Okay, so this this is, a, and you know what? This actually, this movie just got honored at the recent Oscars. I know it was a bunch of hullabaloo going on. Yeah, some other things. But. Yeah, my dad was remarking about how skinny um, Wesley looks. I'm like, dad, he can't be brolic like forever, but he look good. He look good. I, I'm hesitant to talk about that because I mean, we had that with, with yeah. Chadwick and everything too. I know, too, I know. So I'm worried, but I'm hoping he's okay. He I, just, yeah, he looks it, lean. It, it takes a lot to carry around that much muscle. I wouldn't know personally, <laughs> but people I've spoken with, you about to know. Yeah. You about to blow up. That's true. More ways than one watch. Y'all don't see Brolic Brandon next year. That's his calf phrases. <laughs> he gonna look like Shannon Sharp in a suit. No. <laughs> By Seth, breaking out the men's That's, warehouse. That is 100% accurate as well. Okay, so let me read this. Yeah. Oh, and it, okay, we'll get to that. But um, uh, we'll get to some other things about the movie and and how it relates to to the now. Billy Hoyle, played by Woody Harrelson, is a white basketball hustler, y'all, who banks on black players underestimating his skills on the court. Ooh, another um, underdog. Yeah. Um, when he pulls one over on Sidney Dean, played by Wesley Snipes, his victim sees a lucrative opportunity, uh-oh, and they become partners in the con game, implying, uh, it says, plying their trade across courts, course, across the courts of Los Angeles. All right, so meanwhile, Billy has to keep one step ahead of mobsters to whom he owes money. Because you just can't have a basic basketball story. <laughs> While staying on the good side of his Jeopardy-obsessed motormouth wife, played by Rosie Perez. This is in 1992. This movie was made in 1992. Damn. And, yeah, it stars, we already said, Rosie Perez, Woody Harrelson, Wesley Snipes. Is um, Oh, Marcus Johnson? Yeah, he was in there. He he was going to his car to get his gun. Yeah, that's Shoot right. everybody, yeah. I forgot that was him. Yeah. 
Oh, kind of like Wood Harris Harris and, uh, okay, with the gun in the, okay, anyway. Um, Tyra Pharrell, y'all know Boys in the Hood, y'all know who that is. Uh, Kadeem Hardison was in there for a little bit. Yeah, a little little quick bit. A little quick bit. And uh, Dwayne Martin was in there? They got him. Yes. He was one of the, uh, one of the guys they were playing. Okay. Anyway, he's one of the players of the park because uh, I think I think he actually went to had a tryout or something with the Knicks. He could really play. He could play. You yeah. could tell. And uh, yeah. okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. So as I said, Woody Harrelson, and Wesley Snipes could not play. No, you could tell you could that tell. that Wesley Snipes is athletic. Like he was super athletic. Definitely. I mean, he could do all them damn not, kicks and karate kicks and shit. Yeah, <laughs> so, but just not a basketball player. And it's funny because we talked about the guys stretching out on the court with the all the equipment and stuff. Um, before with with he got game, uh-huh. but that's really kind of how Woody Harrelson's character would try to to hustle people. He'd be out there like doing all these stretching routines. Okay, I would just look at him and be like, "This is a man who clearly values his Achilles." Right, but he. he I mean, he's just like a scrub in the he, movie. He is you know, like you got the sweats and the backwards, backwards cap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like if you show up with a bat, like that, that's a sign to me. Like he he knew his audience because I'd be like, if he's got a basket uh, backwards cap on. <laughs> You're probably not doing too much. Again, I'm going to ask again. I'm just going to ask you because you and my brother probably would know the, the most about this. Um, I don't even know if he plays, but anyway, plays pickup games. So do you judge a book by like by the cover? Like if you see a white guy show up, do you at your age right now, like do you underestimate or do you like, okay, I'm going to wait and see? No, I'm very progressive. Um, <laughs> I, I will say this. So I have actually, we've, we've made many John Starks jokes. Yes. I'm the person who shows up to the park and okay. is like, okay, he's going to get picked last. Okay. Oh. If I've never been there before. Cause it, and then it's like, are you now, tr- like I said, I don't, go, I don't go out there like that now, but this is how it used oh, to be, okay. especially when I'm training for these pro tryouts and then you get in the game and all of a sudden it's a problem. Oh, wow. So I have been on the receiving end of that simply because of... My skin color. Oh. I know. Oh. The tragic mulatto. I know. My bad. I got it so rough, don't I? I'm perpetuating it yeah. too here. It's all good. Just kidding. That's like the only bad thing. Yeah. Really? They underestimate you though sometimes? Oh, oh yeah. For real? Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. We got to talk about that. My brother has a theory about like in the 90s, no one with dreads was good. And I think that was real now. You got like Crowder and some other people. It's but, coming along, but that was something too. Like yeah. dreads, I tell like if you show up in jeans. Jeans, like, yeah. Mm. Okay. And you and I try to like, who's going to foul me hard as well? Because that was a thing, particularly oh. when I was real, real light. Okay. I was like, I know it wasn't a problem, but I knew I had to like, okay, make sure you got your land game on point because okay. when you go up, okay. he's wearing these black forces. <laughs> so... Yes, well, they used to call them in Charleston the Willie D's. The Willie D's. Yeah, <laughs> no. Nah. Yeah, Willie D's on, so. No. Okay, all right, so go ahead with the movie. Like, so, okay. So this movie today would never get made because <laughs> it would be, uh, they would just go to Instagram and make money playing basketball, yeah. like oh, all these, yeah. the Ball is Life series. Oh, my where, God. All these, yeah, like all these ah. content, cre- I, had to get, I had to stop following that one white boy that does all the LeBron Impersonation, yes, I, I, Max. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Like, oh Lord, was corny. Why, it was it's I, so terrible. I hate it. I rather and I'm watch. I'm so jealous. I'm like, why? Why didn't I think of that? I know, right? It's I, like serious. Like you don't even have to be good. You just have to be good against scrubs. And that's it. And that's like it's just crazy. Like trick shots or just like real gimmicky basketball things with like a modicum of basketball awareness or talent. Yeah, that's all you have to have, and you can make a living doing that. <laughs> right. And here I am. 
struggling. Well, let me ask you something because both I think Above the Rim and some of the other movies we might have discussed have like a money element. Is like money betting money on games? Is that something you ran into? No. <laughs> the no. Mean Streets of I Charleston. I would do it, but I'm I'm competitive to a point where I know if I start gambling on something. And it doesn't go my way. But was it around you, I guess, is my question. Not that I saw. Okay. Because that's, like, that's the premise of the Bel Air uh, series on Peacock. Is like That's how Will got in trouble, right? The yeah, drug that, dealer, bet on the game. very common premise. <laughs> very, very <laughs> original ideas out in Hollywood. The gun in the bag, drug dealer, betting. Yeah. Okay. So if it... It could have just been something I wasn't aware of because I was only focused on basketball okay. and I was very naive as well. Okay. So it's not like I would have been like, oh, I, those guys are doing that. I, I definitely like, can see you as being naive. You're just walking in the area like, hey, guys, <laughs> let's get some hoops up. Hell, is that a Hoosier toe back there, Brandon? <laughs> 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 uh, Hoosier Mitchell and Ness. <laughs> Jimmy Chitwood, let's go. Four corners. <laughs> Stop. So... All right, cool. All right, so how many stars would you give it? I would give White Men Can't Jump. Hmm. I would give it four, four point four stars. It got seventy seven percent on Rotten okay. Tomatoes, and y'all, they're making a remake. This is confusing to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Let me Google first, the remake right all, now. I told you why it wouldn't work because they <laughs> they would just be on Instagram creating content and doing dances on TikTok as well. I've seen them as I've tried to build out the Beyond the Arc TikTok account. It is going right. terribly. It's okay. Because I'm too self-conscious we're to just do getting, that. We're just getting started. Yes, all right. You know, step, step outside our comfort zones and <laughs> succeed. But the, the casting, we need to find out who's playing Willie, uh, Wesley Snipes' character, but I know Woody Harrelson's character is being played by Jack Harlow. Oh my gosh. Who is neither an actor nor a basketball player. Let, let me read a little bit from this article from Variety.com. Oh, Y'all know Variety is okay. a well-known, you know, uh, entertainment magazine. But it says Grammy-nominated rapper Jack Harlow is making his feature film debut in White Men Can't Jump, Can't Jump, a remake of the 1992 sports comedy. Charles Kidd II, known professionally as Calmatic is directing uh, the reboot from a script by, oh gosh, um, Blackish creator Kenya Barris. Oh, no. And Doug Hall. They're um, going to have an interracial relationship. Yeah, that's why he's in it. Because <laughs> that's, why, that's why he's doing it. Rosie oh, Perez. I hate Kenya Barris. Oh, I mean, too. He's a problem. He's so corny. I, I, I hate those shows. I, I used to like Blackish when it first came out. And then I'm like, this is like, all of it is inter... Like, he's upset. And then, look, there's nothing... Brandon, you fucking interracial. But like, but like... I hate that being the topic yes. of everything. It's like Logic, gotta, the rapper. Like, that's all he talks about. And if you have to tell people that you're biracial, <laughs> then come on. I don't want to go into a whole thing like, we could. We need to have a whole episode about this. But this really bothers me. And it just, because it's often done to the detriment of dark-skinned black people oh where God. we got to go take your roles and stuff. And, well, this will be acceptable to white audiences if, if we just have one person here and they had these mixed kids that look like Brandon like no guess, I'm tired of that guess who's the executive producer on this on this remake one of the executive producers Blake Griffin <laughs> biracial <laughs> I promise y'all we're not all like this uh, we're wait, not all like this I'm sorry uh, alright so your question earlier so they said they're still looking for uh, they're still trying to figure out who's going to play Wesley Snipes' character and who's going to play um, Rosie Perez's character. You know, the the Jeopardy-obsessed uh, Rosie Perez. Who makes it to the show in the movie White Man Can't Jump, the original? Um, yeah. Who do you um, think he's going to cast for that? For Wesley Snipes? 
You know, you know how he operates. Who do you think he's gonna cast as Wesley Snipes? I don't know. I don't know because he likes the dude from Bridgerton or whatever. Oh my god! What if he does that? That'd be so Please dumb. do that. Oh my god! I have no clue. It better be someone. It's gonna be someone light. It might be me. It might be light skin. It might be light skin. And then, oh my god, this is gonna be a mess. I must. I can't. I want to see the trailer because it, if it's anything like Boogie. That movie, we ain't talking about that. I ain't, I mean, that's on HBO Max right now, y'all. With Pop Smoke, the rest in peace. But anyway, um, we'll figure it out. We're not talking about Boogie today. That's, that would have been my honorable mention, but I didn't finish watching it, so we didn't get there. Um, yeah, okay. Just, we got to stop giving this man projects. Yeah, for real. He getting greenlit for a bunch of shit. Okay. Jesus. All right, all right you already gave your rating and everything, so we're done with White Man Can't Jump. What's next, bro? Zero stars for the remake. <laughs> it didn't come out yet. Okay. Zero. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, I'm closing out some tabs here. So, what's next? We got oh. uh Coach Carter. Oh, that's another one I didn't. How the hell we talked about so many movies, yeah. y'all? Okay, before y'all before we t before we hit go on the mics. Okay, Coach Carter. It's going to be a long episode. I just realized that. Awesome. That's okay. It's full of great content. I mean, I have noticed I get the I get more comfortable as the episodes go along. Yeah. Like even the the start since me not being a professional yet. Sometimes I'm like, okay, how do I find my footing? You I, are a professional. And then Remember? boom. Yeah. You're doing great. So I feel I love doing this. I just want to tell y'all, this has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, no, this is fine. This is what we want to do though. Yes. Like like we like I want to create content that I'm passionate and have fun making. Like passionate about and fun, have fun making. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So let me read the synopsis to Coach Carter. Yes, this is another hood classic. <laughs> yes, it is. Another one that I did not see. My hood card is getting oh, yanked. Wow. I like the violent shit. I like paid in full and shit. I don't like like this. I don't know. You drop that Joe Biden line in here. <laughs> You're so dumb. Um, okay. I can't believe we found out that I am blacker than Mika. You are. I actually thought about that anymore. You can't See? See? Everyone who picked me last at, at Forest Park Playground. You ain't black, Mika. You ain't black. No, either Joe Biden or like, I, I, yeah. Anyway, I lost my hood card here. Um, sorry, my people's in Philly. Sorry. All right. So this is 2005. So we're back in the 2000s. Uh, 19, this takes place, though, in uh, 1999. Ken Carter, played by Samuel Jackson, returns to his old high school in Richmond, California, to get the basketball team into shape. With oh, so this is like um, Lean on Me meets like yep oh. <laughs> meets every basketball movie, movie ever. ever. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Richmond, California, to get basketball team into shape with tough rules and academic discipline, he succeeds in setting the players on a winning streak. But when their grades start to suffer, Carter lo locks them out of the gym and shuts down their championship season. When he is criticized by the players and their parents, he sticks to his guns, determined that they can excel in the class as well on the court. Okay, so he's like a tough loving coach. Okay, so starring Samuel Jackson, Rob Brown, people will know him if you if you Google them. A lot of you know him if you see him, people in this movie. <laughs> um, yeah, Rick uh, Gonzalez, you know him if you see him. Robert Richard, is it Ricard? Um, oh yeah, he, he played that UPN show. Yeah, <laughs> look, you and UPN and CW. Hey, I did not have no cable coming up, I can so see. you got it. You got it. That's where I got all my girlfriends was on UPN. Oh gosh, Moesha. Okay, um, Samuel Jackson. Like I said, Ashanti's in the movie. Ashanti's in the movie. Ashanti's in there. That's right. Yep. Yep. Okay. And a young Channing Tatum is in the movie. Huh. That's back when. 
He huh? was going to black barbershop. Yeah, he still might he got a black girlfriend now. You saw that? Oh, that's he's right. Da- he's dating. Um, I forgot. That's Chloe. Um, yeah. I mean, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. Well, what, what they're not. I mean, I don't know if how are we classifying her because I know she's had a rough week on Twitter. Oh, what happened? I don't know. I've I've been off Twitter. She okay. They they come. She I guess she's got some anti-black within her. Oh, that's that's actually the inspiration for my tragic mulatto joke earlier because oh. I was reading about her and she. You gotta fill me in. I don't want to be identified as a black artist. Oh, and stuff she like one that. of them. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. But your boy Brandon Silver's okay. Wants to be identified as a black podcast. <laughs> okay. That- and I've proven in my knowledge of black culture that I deserve that way more than Mika. So. Shut up. All right. You're right. Though You got me. You got me with, with basketball movies for sure. And my blackness is revoked. Okay. So but, so you, you haven't seen this movie, you said, mm-hmm. sadly. So this is kind of curious. To, like, Can I, I wait, wait, in my defense, can I just say the movies I haven't seen, I've definitely heard the soundtrack because... They definitely recruit a lot of rappers to do the that soundtrack. Damn. So Twister song. Yes. Yo, oh my God. So that's also hood famous. But yeah. anyway, okay, go, 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 go ahead. So <laughs> I was just thinking about this movie, looking back on it now. I wondered if it was problematic simply because like all Coach Carter wants the kids to do is make good grades. <laughs> and the parents show up like Hell no, my baby ain't gotta make no like. Why do you? Why are you doing this overly inner city black angry parent who doesn't believe in pushing their child to do well academically? Yeah, I'm at to look at. I don't. The mothers like are the are the mothers unambiguously black? Like they're like yes, they're all like really thoroughly black. From what I remember, it's been a while since I watched it. I will say, but I think it's curious because I have not met. A black parent like that. No. It's like, oh no, fuck you, Grace. Like, <laughs> no one's done that. So Mm-mm. it seemed over the top to me. Because mm. that was really like, okay, you have to show up on time and you have to make good grades and, and stay out of trouble. It's a very low bar. And then to make it as though these kids can't do that is okay. also like, why wouldn't they be able to do that? Uh, yeah. Maybe we should go talk to the school district and figure out systemically what's going on right. that's preventing these students from doing this. And they show the kids away from the court. They got all this stuff that, that's going on in their lives. Yeah. Maybe school isn't a priority because of all that. That's okay. probably too deep for Coach Carter to address. So it's like lean on me, stand and deliver, and like also uh, remember the Titans almost. Like it's like all three of those movies. Yeah, okay. So, okay. and I think a, a, a reason why I'm triggered too, we talked about <laughs> like, it was... I don't believe in taking away something mm. that someone enjoys doing because yeah. that might be, we talked about last week with my anxiety, so mm. I couldn't go to school. The only thing I could do for a time was play basketball. Mm. I couldn't even go to a basketball game because if I sat in the stands, I'd have a panic attack. For real. I could only play, and so the school kicked me off the team even though that was the only place of peace I had. Oh. So I'm hypersensitive to like, okay, this might be the only thing good right. for you in your life, right. and then they... Okay, you can't have it. Right. If only they gave you a microphone and like some headphones. Is it, is it that wild though? We talk about like, oh, old nervous. Because I think nervous. this is your new realm now. I think this is your new basketball. You are not <laughs> lying. Because I was thinking about that this morning when we were interviewing. I was yes. like, I don't really feel like interviewing because I was like getting focused for the game. Mm-hmm. I have a whole ritual yep. leading up mm-hmm. to recording. It certainly feels like basketball, so maybe... Because, yeah, when I be like, yo, yo, uh, Brandon, come and talk about the podcast, and then be like, um, yeah, it's good. 
It's, uh, no, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like those basic. It's different energy. I'm not trying to make you feel self. No, no, I don't because I've accepted who I am. I just, I'm not young <laughs> yeah. Brandon anymore. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm Glenn Rice. Like I just like I know I ain't always like the starter. I like to go second. I don't like to start off sometimes. Yeah. Yes. So I think this truly is like basketball for me. So we're gonna make that movie, <laughs> the Brandon Silvers basketball to podcast yeah that journey movie directed <laughs> by kenya barris it's not no no we'll find a black woman to direct it okay so how many stars did you give this movie oh wait did we did we judge the basketball was the basketball accurate the basketball i didn't believe the basketball okay because i don't think any of them played basketball either right, right. no and it just looked like just a bunch of people who didn't play basketball playing basketball yeah a lot of like jockey like types like like you know just you know buff Ch channing tatum yeah that that's probably my biggest pet peeve to see someone super jacked looking like a football player yeah. playing basketball yeah like no yeah we i can't wait till we do the tv version of this because i think oh. i think i'm better at that than this, I've got some some shows. Yeah, because they have that thing where they'll have that really super buff guy like AC Slater play like basketball. I'm like, what the hell? Okay, all right. So so I would give it three point three stars because <laughs> I really I just the the whole angle of the kids they can't make good grades and the parents don't want them to make good grades That's and it's weird. not my I'm Coach Carter right and you got Samuel L Jackson yelling I love Samuel L Jackson though yeah so he really it would probably be lower if he wasn't in the movie yeah it's got sixty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes so fairly average fairly average yeah. but it's a hood classic everyone loves this movie yeah and the Twister song that damn song good right. lord it was good until they played it every 106 in park <laughs> when i finally got cable that's what ruined this, this movie for me was hearing that song too much that inspirational yeah rap now ballad. it's a tiktok like me now how they use that song yes <laughs> that's exactly what it should have been from the start yeah I know, and y'all know what i'm talking we know you know what song we talking about yeah, yeah. all right so i think the last movie we got is blue chips Blue chips. So, <laughs> did this, you did you see this movie? I did see this movie. Okay, make it short because I I have not seen this movie since I was obsessed with Shaq. Um, us New Jerseyans, we claim Shaq because he did He's from Newark, isn't he? That and I think he was on Fort Mamas, which is in my the county where I was raised. We're second military base is called Fort Mamas. Newark is some some roots there, so we claim I was a sack, sack. I was I tell you're a big fan. <laughs> And in that out, I was a Shaq obsessed younger. I had a Shaq book cover. I had Shaq. I didn't get the shoes. I got Shaq Diesel Columbia House. I was too young to have Columbia House subscription, but I got one anyway and got a bunch of tapes I shouldn't have been listening to. Shaq Diesel, the Fushnickens with Shaq. With Shaq. Uh, anyway, so big Shaq fan, but I did not. I don't know if I go. Let, let's, 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 let me let me read the synopsis. Read the synopsis because I have. Yeah. Oh, this Shaq, Shaq is an actor. We know. <laughs> But you weren't even the worst player actor in the movie. Did he did he play basketball on Shazam? I don't know if he did. I don't know. <laughs> when he just a genie. All right. Kazam. Oh. Big Shaq fan. Mika Gadsden. You ain't gonna keep playing my Shaq <laughs> credentials. All right. Anyway. Shazam was that imaginary movie with Sinbad that we can't agree if it happened or not. I forgot. Kazam. So dumb. Did he play basketball? I'm the in expert. Kazam, you are. You know what? Yeah. You are. I think I'm sure. I never saw Kazam actually, so oh. I don't know. I'm gonna go ahead and say yes. I, I skipped that one to watch actual basketball in black movies. Okay. 
<laughs> Fuck you. All right. Pete Bell, played by Nick Nolte, uh-oh, is a college basketball coach who has to improve his team standing by any means necessary. His hopes are pinned on a trio of talented players, Neon Bodeau, play, that's Shaq's. That's Shaq's character, oh, Neon. Neon. Neon, y'all. Not Leon. Neon. Um, Butch McRae, played by Penny Hardaway. Yep. Uh, Ricky Rowe, played by Matt Nover. I don't know that guy. Um, all right. But in order to get them to sign to his school, oh, they don't, okay. Bell, ha Bell has to illegally pay the players off. Wow. This is real then. This is like based on real shit. All right. Oh, if he's caught, <laughs> it could destroy Bell's coaching career and the cast uh, will cast a cloud of shame over the team. Will he risk it all to win? And this is in 1994. Yeah. Okay, go. <laughs> so first of all, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but all college coaches throughout time Come on. have found a way yes. to illegally pay players. Come on. Oh. Yeah. So this whole Willie or Warney, how like look at your favorite team, look at the teams that are constantly near the top of the, the end of season rankings who are winning these championships. These coaches have all paid their players. Right. There's no way you can compete against teams who are paying players by getting players to come to your school for free. I mean, don't they, they in the movie's called Blue Chips, but didn't they refer to like recruits as blue chips, right? Yep, yep. And, and like, I'm looking up just so y'all know, like, so what are blue chips if you don't know? Blue chips generally sell high quality, uh, widely accepted products and services. So like they call players blue chip players. I grew up hearing that term. So that sounds like, you know, a, a product. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> and we were going to have a whole conversation about that one day because mm -hmm. the whole collegiate system oh, yeah. is wild. Mm -hmm. um, so right off there, you, you lost me. Um, mm -hmm. Shaq is a, is a guy <laughs> named Neon <laughs> who had not been recruited ever to play anywhere. No one knew he could play. Shaq is seven foot one. <laughs> you don't have to be, when you're seven foot one, you don't have to be good at basketball. You really don't. To play basketball. It's a bunch of, it's a bunch of seven foot good for nothing, even right now in the NBA. Does not matter at all. If you're seven foot one and you've never touched the ball, you are getting a college scholarship from somebody because every coach thinks. Well, you can't teach height, but this guy's tall and I can teach him how to play ball. Oh my they can't teach me to be 7'1". Right. But they're like, you know, neon, I can teach him. And so... I don't really like your skepticism because this is basically the Arab there, but... <laughs> like... You would think so, but, but the Arab there is different because it's set in Africa with all the cool animals. Okay. All right. Anyway, I'm not going to bring it back. Okay. Okay. So... But no, you're right. It's a similar premise and it's... It's just ridiculous to think that there's a seven foot one person walking around who's no one has ever been like, do you want to go play college basketball? <laughs> That's like, crazy. What? And Shaq as an actor, mm. you've mentioned um, two movies of his that you enjoyed, Shazam and Kazam. <laughs> um, not, not the best oh. actor. I mean, not, yeah, not like, a, like his a, Adam Sandler movies are great anyway. Yeah, he's yeah, horrible. Like he's, okay. Yeah. Not even the worst. Like Penny Hardaway in this movie mm -hmm. is like, they could have just replaced him with a cardboard cutout of Penny Hardaway. No personality. Yeah. I think he eventually grew into 
having a personality. I've, I hear him talk now as the Memphis he basketball kinda, He kind of like is real prickly now. Yeah, got he, Larry Brown on the yeah. bench. I didn't even know Larry Brown was assistant yeah. coach. That man will not stop coaching. Larry Brown needs to take a but break. But now that's why I know they got a scandal wrapped around old boy that's um, riding the pine for Golden State. Uh, what's his name? Wiseman. Yeah, Which okay. is funny because Penny was in this movie about paying players and now he's in trouble for that. Yeah. So, so Penny just not... Not a very charismatic on-screen presence. Um, and then Matt Nover, I had to look up, I believe played collegiately at Indiana. Yeah, I see a picture of him playing. Right? So yeah, as a player. Uh, yeah. I imagine he's pretty boring as well. Yeah, okay. So this movie was like, okay, if you can suspend disbelief about the collegiate paying of players, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen, mm -hmm. but... <laughs> I mean, it's just, why? Yeah, it got a very, guys, it, it got a lower score. I don't know how it did better than fucking uh, Eddie, but it got a 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Yeah. No one, and not like, not even 80% of the people like the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably a, a 2.7 for me. Just, yeah. I just can't wrap my head around Shaq walking around. And it's not like Nick Nolte didn't, like, a lot of these movies. These sports movies, you you have the white person, the white coach has to teach this this black talent how to play the sport. Whether right. it's Sandra Bullock in the blind side, I don't know how she knew how to play left tackle, but God bless her. Oh boy. Um, oh God. But he didn't even have to like they stayed away from that, which I appreciated. Right. Like Neon could play. But the fact that Neon was that good and could play and no one had recruited him, I just can't believe it. Right. Maybe if it hadn't been Shaq as the actor, it'd been like someone I didn't know. Oh, but it's like that's Shaq. And you know what? I think this was really fun. This episode was really fun. Uh, uh, next time we're going to do Uncut Gems and we're going to do Paid in Full and we're going to do Boogie. Those are my, that's, that's my okay. wheelhouse. <laughs> Uncut Gems wasn't really about basketball, but Kevin Garnett was in there and there was some basketball embedding in it. I hate Kevin Garnett. I know I do too, but it was a good movie. You see Uncut Gems? I did. It was good. It was chaotic as fuck. Yeah. yeah. It, it gave me anxiety. It gave Not me. Not like real anxiety. No, I hate no. when people say that because... No, I did have anxiety. But. I was like, I was a little like tense. Like, what's going to happen here? But um, anyway, that was that was good. That was good. I enjoyed this, especially <laughs> after this week with all the other Oscars talk. You got to get up on the Zoe Kravitz thing too. I, you gonna fill me in after we we yeah. sit cut? You know, um, that and then we got a lot of stuff going. We're on a Cooper River Bridge run tomorrow. Mm, yeah, I got to do that. I'm headed to the Battery Game tonight. Oh, y'all are covering that? Tonight? Yes, I didn't so, know that. So okay, got to get you out there too. One day, yeah, maybe. What time is the game? Game is at seven. All right. In the meantime, y'all share our shit. Please share our shit. All right. Appreciate bye. all the feedback, yes. everything out before we leave, oh, so yeah. that me can go watch Shazam. Appreciate <laughs> all y'all. Just got accepted to the Tiny News Collective. Oh, that's as the right. Boop boop boop. Yeah. So appreciate that. We are on the come up. Appreciate y'all rocking with us and getting um, now on the, on the ground floor. That's true. Because y'all here, I'm petty. So <laughs> if you're late. It ain't happening. That's right. We're blue chips. We're blue chip uh, podcast here. Perfect ending. <laughs> yes. Bye. <laughs>